Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? It's the Motor City Blitz. We got a recap of the Lions' first win of the season. They get the dub over the Washington Commanders. The great 36-27 win. The Lions led the entire game. I was sitting there watching it with my family. My brother was coming back from the Navy for the weekend, so I got a chance to hang out with him. And, I mean, just a great family event. Get the Lions families, get the Lions fans all together in one room and enjoy what probably was the best win the Lions have had under Dan Campbell, I'd say. Um, they had a, some really good wins last year against some pretty good teams. They beat the uh, Cardinals last year. They beat the Vikings last year. But those were way later in the season when the Lions were dead and out of the playoffs. The season is only in week two now, so there's a reason to be excited about the Lions. And I'm going to go through three quick thoughts on the game really quickly here after, again, the Lions won 36-27 at Ford Field the other day. Uh, three quick thoughts. One, Aiden Hutchinson has arrived. Three sacks yesterday. Um, he was getting to the quarterback. He had two other tackles for loss. Uh, six total pressures I saw. That is just a monster improvement from week one to week two. I know a lot of that is due to the matchup. He had a better matchup going against the Washington Commanders offensive line than he did going against the Eagles offensive line. And there could have been a little bit of uh, just some nerves playing in that week one game, first NFL game. You could tell when he had that first sack and he did his little kick dance move, which my wife's not a huge fan of. She thinks he's a little cocky, which is fine as long as he's getting sacks. I don't personally care about that. It's just something my wife noticed. But he's doing that little kick move, you know, and, and that was what he really needed to believe. I've, I'm here. I can play in this league. And I bet if they asked him afterwards, I didn't check the – I saw a little bit of the postgame interview from him. He's a, He seems like a guy – He's this could be a cornerstone piece for the franchise. Uh, I it it cannot be stated enough how important of a position defensive end is. And the last really good pass rusher I think the Lions had was Ziggy Anza. And um, he was on uh, one of the playoff teams that Matthew Stafford led us to under uh, Caldwell. Um and then before that was Ndamukong and Sue. Now we got Aiden Hutchinson who has arrived. And he, and I was a little bit worried. I, I didn't know if he'd make the transition from college football and dominating the Big Ten to making it into the NFL and dominating the NFL. Dominating. Not, not just, you know, having a few big plays here and there, but truly dominating a game. And again, it's a, you rate the opponent. It's the Washington Commanders. They're not the best team. They're kind of going through this, like, awkward phase where – they have the coach. If they don't really, they don't really know if Ron Rivera is the coach. They have the quarterback. They don't really know if Carson Wentz is the quarterback. They got a whole bunch of things going on. It's not the best opponent in the NFL. It's not the uh, the greatest test 
it's not like I'm going to sit here and say the Lions are Super Bowl contenders now because of this or anything like that. It's just it's a good win. You beat an opponent that you were favored against, and you beat them good. And I'm I'm proud. I'm I'm proud of the Lions for that effort. And I think Aiden Hutchinson was a big part of it. The guy had three sacks, and if he's going to do that against the opponents that the Lions are favored against, then he is going to be a star in this league. Um, and I'm really excited about that. My second thought is the offense is 100% the strength of this team. There's no doubt about it. Jared Goff, uh, he had his best day as a Lion. He's had to date four touchdown passes. Uh, just an incredible day. Two of them to Amon Ross St. Brown. Just absolutely fantastic. Uh, Amon Ross sets a, sets the uh, what was the record that he set. I got it right here. He has now produced eight-plus receptions in eight straight games with a touchdown, tying Michael Thomas and Antonio Brown for the NFL record. The longest such streak. He's also produced six straight games with eight plus receptions and a touchdown. That is an NFL record. So six straight games with eight catches and a touchdown. He's the only guy to do with that uh, in NFL history. He is a top fantasy player right now in uh, in fantasy. Um, and DeAndre Swift is also one of the top running backs in fantasy. There's no question about it. Whenever you have those two, whenever you have a top running back in fantasy, a top wide receiver in fantasy, it means that your offense is elite. It is the strength of this team. The Lions got up early. And when the NFL, and this is what happens in the NFL, you never should be surprised when a team starts to make a comeback. It's just, that's just how the NFL works. I mean, look at it yesterday. A bunch of teams made comebacks. The Lions make comebacks all the time when they're down. They made a comeback last week against the Eagles, covered the spread when they were down. That's just a thing that happens. The commanders started to come back a little bit, and the Lions did what they needed to do. They got down the field. They had that nice end-around jet sweep to Amon Ra, which got the drive going for them. They went down. They got a touchdown of their own to answer back. That's that's how you do it. That shows that your offense is a strength. You can step on a team's neck, and you can squeeze the life out of them. That was a huge, huge drive out of the Lions in the third quarter. I was very proud to see that, and um, just an overall Great performance out of the offense. Uh, I can't say that enough. DeAndre Swift's touchdown after catching a screen pass and then falling on the ground was dead on the ground. And then, you know, Friday night, Saturdays, that man is down. That man is down. You've three yard gain. Congratulations. But no, it's the NFL. He gets up and walks his way into the end zone. I think it was like a 24, 23 yard touchdown reception. And uh, I know that had fantasy owners of DeAndre Swift going absolutely nuts. Um, but again, it's just one win. It's just nice to see, though, that the Lions uh, are beating teams that they're supposed to beat, right? They were favored against the Commanders. The Commanders are our team in a similar situation with the Lions. A lot of uncertainty, mostly looking forward towards the future. Um, but they beat them. They beat them. And uh, you got to think things aren't going well in Washington as far as their fan base is right now losing to the Lions. You never want to do that. That's always bad. But my last, uh, my third and last thing. Um, is that playoffs are realistic. They are realistic. And hear me out, okay, because I know that's, you know, I'm sitting here saying don't get excited about one win. That might be an overreaction. It's not. It's not an overreaction. I think the playoffs are 100% in play here. There's no question for that in my mind. And let me tell you why. The Lions were winless in the first 11 games last season. They had one tie against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They were 0-10-1 to start the first 11 games last season. In the last eight games that Dan Campbell has been a head coach in, the Lions are 4-4. Four and four. 
2-0 against the spread to start the year. Um, that is a drastic sign of improvement. The only thing that matters in this league is that left column is getting W's, and Matt or Dan Campbell has brought four to the Lions franchise in the last eight games, and there seems to be only going up from here. Uh, I hope this does a miles and miles and miles for their confidence. I'm, I'm really, really excited for this next matchup against the Vikings. Uh, I don't know who the Vikings are quite yet. They beat the Packers in week one, but the Packers notoriously start off slow to start the season. They look to be back last night after beating the Bears. I will watch the Vikings and Eagles game with plenty of diligence because we already played the Eagles, and I think Jalen Hurts, and I think their team is very, very good. I think they are also a playoff team. I think the Vikings are also a playoff team. So it'll be interesting to see how that game shakes out. And then it'll be interesting to see how the Lions play against the Vikings on the road at U.S. Bank Stadium on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Um, the Lions had a great, great comeback effort against the Vikings last year that they fell short in. That was the game that Dan Campbell was crying because the Vikings made a last-minute field goal to win the game. Uh, and he said he just wants one for the for the boys. And now here we are. We've gotten that out of the way. That monkey is long off our back now. I'm really, really excited to see how the Lions do in Minnesota coming up on Sunday. One more thing before I, I leave you guys. I said as my last point that playoffs are realistic. And one thing I need to see out of the Lions is a mix in at the pass rush. You cannot... And they won this game because of Aiden Hutchinson. I'm telling you, the pass rush that Aiden Hutchinson put on Carson Wentz was a big, big factor as to why the Lions were able to win this game. But that man was beat up at the end of the game. He was visibly tired, visibly exhausted, visibly bruised. It, it, it did a lot on him. It's on Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator, and other guys to uh, mix in a pass rush that allows, to, that allows the Lions to get pressures and sacks that, Aiden Hutchinson is not a part of that way we can rest him, you know, only, you know, if we can decrease his snap size for the big downs and we saw Aaron Glenn doing that, he definitely did that. And it worked. He had Charles Harris, Charles Harris got to the quarterback for a sack linebacker defensive end John Kaminsky came off the other side and he got a sack. Those are huge for the Lions in the future and huge for the defense, huge, huge for winning games. We need more of that and I'm really really looking forward to see what Aaron Glenn has cooked up I'm really looking forward to see what Ben Johnson and the offensive coordinator or Ben Johnson the offensive coordinator has cooked up against the Vikings defense next week I'm just excited for this team Jared Goff seems to be playing with confidence right now this is a very important year for him and the difference between being one and one and being oh and two is so massive for your team and it's so massive for the fan base that place was rocking yesterday you could tell Ford Field was absolutely electric. I was kicking myself that I couldn't be there. But again, I love to be able to watch it with my brother, who's a huge Lions fan. He was back from the Navy. And it was just an overall uh, one of the best days I've had as a Lions fan. And that's because we've had so few wins. We've had so few wins in the last decade that you take the ones that you can get and you just run with them. So I'm, I'm very much excited about that. And um, I'll talk to you guys after the Vikings game. Uh, should be really, really exciting. Hopefully the Lions can make this thing 2-1. And, one. and uh, yeah, like I said, the playoffs are realistic. I'm not going to be talking soupy season yet. It's not soupy season yet. It probably will never be super season, soupy season. But uh, it might be playoff season. We'll, we'll see. We'll see here. Um, all right. I love you guys. And, uh, yeah, deuces.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.